Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Coley. We met at our neighborhood park when we were five years old, and we've been friends ever since. We can hardly believe it, but we've been best friends for over 35 years now. We've come a long way since then. And we'd like to invite you along on our journey through life together. We'd love to spend time chatting about anything and everything. So if you're ready to hang out, just meet us at the park. See you there. All right, we're back. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, for supporting us in our first episode. Absolutely. Welcome, friends. I, I'm i blown away at your support. So thank you for joining us again for our uh, second installment of Meet Us at the Park. Absolutely. And hopefully you've seen uh, by now our mini episodes, Sneaking Out After Dark, went live as well. So yes. if you have about 15 minutes, listen to that. Absolutely. All right. We're here. We're recording. We've got our drinks. Do you have your drink available? I do. What do you have today? I have uh, a tea. Uh, call it, It's an Assam tea. It's a black tea with extra caffeine, I think, because it always uh, wakes me up. Uh, so I need an afternoon pick-me-up. So that's what I chose. Okay. What mug do you have? I have my Great Smoky Mountains mug. It is brown it kind of looks like a tree like limb yeah, that's cute it's got is that a bear on the front yeah it's got a little bear with the great smoky Aww. mountains on it and then like i said everything's textured like wood but uh it's ceramic nice do you remember you used to have a car that was a woody oh i loved that car that was Someday. a yeah okay. it was a jeep wagoneer blue with the wood paneling i one day i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to afford it again um, anyway, I've got my drink as well. I've got an iced coffee um, with some delightful creamer. And unfortunately, today it's not a cute mug, but it is in a red plastic cup, non-branded red plastic cup. Uh, <laughs> and it's delicious. So maybe next time I'll have a cute mug like you do, because I like that one. Oh, well, thank you. That's my collectible item. Unlike trips. You know, some people get like shot glasses or like magnets or whatever. I like yeah. to get cute mugs. I like to send postcards to myself from the places I go. So I have a little collection of yeah. postcards from everywhere I've been. And I think um, that's cool. My mom's like the, always been super into postcards. They're great. Uh, you get the little like, um, you know, stamp and then you get the little uh, postal code, like little like yeah. where you sent it from. And well, it, then, you know, the nice. date you were there, too. Yeah. So... <laughs> I like that. I think it's good. All right. Well, now that we're here in our second episode, we have a little bit of time to reflect how we felt about our first episode. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Tell me everything. I, I, I had a blast making that first episode. Um, I'm already having a good time on this one. <laughs> I feel like it's a great way for us to walk down memory lane. All week, I've been thinking about like all the things we've done over the years, all the experiences. Yes. It's just, it's so much fun. And I, I hope people are enjoying it uh, as much as we are. <laughs> I think the same thing. I had so much fun recording that it was I mean it was just a blast getting to think about all those old things and then several people have like called me or texted me about things they remember or I don't know they knew some of the people in the episode and so they were you know kind of just calling to talk about it, it was really exciting yeah we had an old friend uh, we won't mention names but he had reached out man I hadn't thought of him in years 
but I had thought of him the day before because I saw his mm-hmm. last name mm-hmm. as a street sign while I was driving for Uber. Right. And I was like, I wonder what that dude's doing. I wonder if he listened to me to set the park the next day. Yes. We got a message on our social media from him and it brought joy to my heart. I was so excited. Oh, yeah. I was like, this guy, he was always the sweetest kid. We used to hang out and have shenanigans right in front of the house yes. and he was the, the kind of the hyperactive kid who was always getting into something, but man, he'd give you the shirt off his back. He has turned I, into such a fine man that oh, he really I always has. knew he would, you know? Yeah, I did too. And I've seen him a couple of times as an adult, but not like in the last few years. Um, but let me tell you the first memory I have of him. I don't know if you, you must've been there too. Um, but when we went to junior high, there was like a junior high, like back to school night, like, so you can find your classrooms and stuff like that. I'm sure like you went with your parents. Anyway, I remember that friend seeing him for the first time and he was literally bouncing off the walls. He was like, <laughs> like jumping. So his feet were on the wall and like jumping off of them. He just had so much energy, big puffy hair. And he was just so cute. And we... We were friends for a year. We were friends with his brother, friends with his mom. Um, mm-hmm. They just were super great. I, I miss getting to see them. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of people I miss. And I hope more people, if you hear this, reach out to us. We want to see yeah, how you're doing. We, we do. want to see really how do. you turned out. You know, it could be the good, bad, the ugly, but... <laughs> <laughs> we have such fond memories of of people growing up that this is a great opportunity for just just to check in and see how people are doing, you know, mm-hmm. see what life's uh, handed them and, you know, see the wonderful, you know, adults they've become. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear from more people. Oh, and our friend let us know that he's now living back pretty close to our old hometown. Yeah. And I was just down there. I had no idea. I would have totally met up for some dinner or coffee or just Oh, absolutely. If we had realized we went down there. Um, and this is actually a good segue into our topic for today because we were down there. We had a family emergency over the summer yeah. and me, you, your sister all needed to go back to Houston and spend some time sorting things out. While we were down there, you and I took a drive one night. Just mm-hmm. yeah. We just drove around. We drove by some of our old favorite like we drove by the park that we used to hang out at. We drove by our pool, we drove by our old houses. We just drove around. And one of the places we went was our old video rental store. Yeah, Video Central. Video Central. Any locals in Houston remember Video Central and Memorial off Memorial? Yeah, that was our like go-to. It had like three stories. It was three stories, which is the biggest video store I've ever been in. Yeah, we went there more than Blockbuster. We did. Um, yeah, we went there. I mean, I feel like at one point we were probably going every weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we were always picking up movies and because what else do you do when you're a kid? You, you have movie night and sleepovers and well, and everything. when we drove by, right. When we drove by last summer, just a few months ago, it not surprisingly is no longer video central. It's mm-hmm. now an urgent care, <laughs> which <laughs> is kind of sad to see. It looked like a nice urgent care. I guess it's a three story urgent care. Yeah, probably three story. And, uh, you know, it's a great location, but yeah, it's an urgent care. It's very convenient. It's on a corner. Um, but 
And I looked, I think you've tried as well, but I have looked and looked online to see if I could find like old pictures of Video Central, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any. I have no idea if they exist. I haven't been able to find them. So if anybody has one, send it to us because, I mean, I can picture it. I remember where the video game rentals were because back then, and again, we know some of the people we're talking to are younger than us or maybe have lived in different places. But back then, if you had like a Nintendo or that's all we had, right? Super Nintendo? Yeah. um, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I think all the way up to like a Nintendo 64. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But back then you would rent the games. Like if you didn't want to buy them, if you want to try them out, see if you like the game. So you'd go like rent Legend of Zelda and take it home and play it for, I don't know, three days or five days or yeah. however long we were allowed to keep it. I liked uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, some Donkey nice. Kong. That was cool. I don't remember what all we rented, like game-wise, other than I did rent Legend of Zelda. Anyway, one of them, was it Downstairs was horror? and like uh, new Downstairs releases? was adults, I think. And then Upstairs was like kids. Okay. And then... On the main floor, I think, were the video games. Yeah. I could have this totally wrong, but that's my memory of it. The video games I know were on the first floor by the, or like the ground floor by the registers, like over in that corner. Mm -hmm. And then I think, yeah, I think maybe Little Kid, like cartoon, PG-13 stuff was upstairs. And then just everything, the biggest floor was the downstairs. So just all the general rental stuff but yeah we thought we'd talk about video rental stores anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s i would imagine spent at least a little bit of time at a blockbuster at a local like video place oh for sure i mean i don't know of anybody that didn't (laughs) you know and it's like that was kind of like the go-to you'd run into people from the neighborhood you'd run into your classmates Uh, You would, uh, you know, try to rush to the most popular movie to get it before, you know, they were all rented out. Did Video Central do it the way Blockbuster did, which is they had like the picture of the tape, but you had to look behind it to see if they actually had any in stock? Yeah, I think so. And then for some of the stuff, I think the video games they might have had behind the register. Oh, yeah. Some of them they might have, like the real popular ones. Yeah. Because that was always so disappointing when you would go and you would be like, oh, here's the movie I want, like a new release. And you'd pick it up and it would be empty and there would be nothing behind it. Yeah. And you'd have to go check the returns, Mm -hmm. like knock people out of your way. Like I'm going through the returns. Man, it was it was so crazy trying to get like you think now anything I want to watch is at my fingertips. But back then you had to have patience. Like if you didn't get it that week, you had begged to be taken right after Mm -hmm. school so you and we all had to agree we all had to agree on what movie to get and then also get a like our parent to agree yeah we would uh we'd pick out some and then sometimes you know we'd just have to you know they'd be like okay you can only have three you know or two and you'd like you'd kind of (laughs) huddle together and be like okay i really want to see this one but i've already seen that i don't want to see that and like you know, you, you kind of have to powwow, which I guess gave us some like negotiating skills to some level. <laughs> it probably did. Yeah. But it yeah, probably did. It was either Video Central or there was another one down Memorial that was a smaller one. Um, like by Eckerd's? 
Yeah, by Eckerd's. That one had, do you remember when Laserdisc came out? Yeah, the huge ones. They were like- the big ones before DVDs. 14 inches across. Yeah, they were like yeah. the size of a vinyl, at least a foot. Yeah, because and, our school had them. Yeah. Um, they were the first ones, I think, in the neighborhood to come out with those. Um, oh. Which is funny because be other, right? other than that one- Laserdisc player at school. I'm sure no one ever owned one. I don't remember. I think maybe one of my friends had it, but I don't remember who. I just remember them owning it and being like, yeah. that's so cool. I mean, I've always been like into tech. Right. So I'd be like, oh, that's so awesome. That's the way movies are going to go. And you know. those things had to have only been on the market for a short amount of time. Oh, yeah. Before they just after. convinced them to dvds yeah they just made everything smaller um when they realized that a cd you know technology could be used um for movies they, they kind of switched over to like the dvd yeah. technology it was an easy transition i'm sure but yeah like i i just remember thinking that like that's so cool but really it's not it was so inconvenient <laughs> you know you're trying well, to like carry this like bigger than a vinyl like out the door you oh, they can't were like huge. scratch it yeah i'll have to look for find. a picture yeah oh yeah yeah you can't and you had to flip it do you remember yes. you had yes. to flip it so you had to watch one side and then halfway through the movie you'd be like ah oh, crap and you go over and you have to flip the the thing and I... the whole time being careful not to scratch it oh yeah destroy it <laughs> i learned about plate tectonics in pangea was it pangea from a giant ass laser disc. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So we would convince some parent to take us to the video store. I feel like a lot. It was my dad. Yeah, he'd do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was either him or Sharon, like my yeah. aunt. Yeah. yeah, your aunt would take us a lot, and we'd convince someone to take us. That we'd go, and the three of us would need to negotiate with each other what movie to get. Mm-hmm. We'd have to find it, track it down, hide it if we needed to. Yep. <laughs> then what would we do? We would, we'd go upstairs and pick our movie snacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was your go-to? I always like Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Junior Mints yeah. are like peanut M&Ms and popcorn. Peanut M&Ms are good. Yeah. I don't remember what my go-to. I, I can't remember. I like chocolate stuff. I don't like like gummy bears or anything. I liked Junior Mints. Oh, I liked Whoppers. Oh, Whoppers are a good one. I yeah. Forget, I always forget about Whoppers. Well, because they only exist in movie theaters. They, yeah. <laughs> and at Halloween, they're not any other time. <laughs> um, and they're not that good, but oh, they're I like great. them. What are you talking about? <laughs> they're fantastic. They, I love them. So maybe that would be mine. I don't remember when Reese's Pieces, Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. Reese's pieces, Reese's pieces became a thing. Like the little, they like became the popular around ET. When ET came out, I think that's when they started getting popularity okay. because they were in the movie. Remember, he would oh, he set right. the the trail of Reese's pieces, and then ET thought you know followed him. Yes, I liked those, and I still like those. Those are good. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of good candies that I never really think of, but like thinking about it, it's like you know the goobers. There for a while, Willy Wonka had, like, you could get gobstoppers. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. were good. Or the mm-hmm. little, were they runts? 
that had like the little banana candies and oh yeah the runs runs were pretty popular and you could get those out of the like little machine where you put the quarter in and it would just go in your grubby little hand and you'd eat it oh yeah with everyone else's grubby little hand touching oh yeah i'm sure kids were putting their (laughs) mouth up there it was gross pre-covid times yeah it was the 80s they they didn't think like there was no 90s there's no germs it's good for you yeah, we we did okay. We survived. Um, so I want to see if you remember this movie. I remember us renting it. I've been thinking about it for 20 years now because I can't remember what it was called. Probably parts I'm missing. I don't know. It was terrible for like 10-year-olds. It. I probably would like it now. But at the time, I only remember it because I thought it was so bizarre. But it was this movie where a guy so he was like very routine and there were only like two humans in the whole movie he would wake up in the morning he'd pour his cereal he'd pour milk into it and then there was a fly like flying around his apartment making him crazy and then you'd see him like he chased the fly for a little while and try to kill it i think and then he would go back to his cereal he'd eat the cereal and there'd be like a tablespoon of milk left and he got so pissed because he wanted the exact ratio of cereal and milk mm-hmm. and and you're looking at me like i'm crazy so i know you don't remember this no <laughs> <laughs> but if you keep going it i remember vaguely a scene like this but i i can't pinpoint the movie just yet i, I do remember either. because he got upset because he was putting the, like you said, the ratio. And he right. was just he like, like and he got last by the cereal. Right. He, and then there'd be milk left and he would just get pissed. That's all I remember about the movie. At one point, somebody, actor? no. At some point, someone else like knocks on the door, like a woman maybe comes to the door. I don't even remember dialogue. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to Google again but i don't that's kind of a hard thing to google but maybe someone will know i mean that's all i remember about the movie is how annoyed he was that he never got the right amount of milk and i gotta google it i gotta google it (laughs) okay before we google too much um do you want to talk about some of the other movies we we got all the time i loved horror and like suspense films when i was a kid i can't watch them now they scare me (laughs) But I loved them as a kid, and I was always trying to talk you guys into watching it. I which loved was, it. Oh, I loved it too. It came on two VHS. I forgot what they were called. They, it came on two <laughs> VHS, so you'd remember to watch the first one first. And we did not always remember that. Yeah, we put the wrong one in. <laughs> <laughs> and I also made you guys for a long time watch like campy 80s like cheerleader slasher films yeah yeah and those were good too we weren't allowed to watch horror at our house so we went to your house to watch horror yeah and my dad loved it he and I like read a lot of Stephen King together when I was really little so yeah I don't know watching those movies was good pet cemetery yeah yeah which I love you introduced me to the genre for sure and I never really got into it until I was older um, but now it's one of my favorite genres. Oh yeah, we've completely flopped. I yeah. loved it as a kid. I'm terrified of it now. Just stresses me out. And 
Yeah, you I you weren't really stressed out by it by, as a kid. You liked it. I, I did. In fact, I fell asleep uh, during The Shining and I woke up <laughs> to the scene where the twins are standing in front of the elevator and then it opens and like blood gushes oh, out. And I'm like, yeah. oh, and then I went back to sleep. And that was like my the only scene I saw in The Shining besides like the opening driving scene. I was out oh, and I didn't watch that movie until I was an adult. Um, we used to watch Clue all the time. I am your singing telegram. telegram. Boom. Bang. <laughs> that is still my favorite, by far favorite go-to movie is Clue. Like the, uh, what was his name? Oh, I forgot. Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. I almost said mm-hmm. Tim Burton and that wasn't right. Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry. Me too. And yeah, still my go-to movie. If I need to like de-stress and I just want to watch something that I've seen a million times. Yeah, no, that's a great film. Uh, and Tim Curry also did The Devil in Legend. Do you remember that movie? No. Where he was, it was with, uh, it was one of Tom Cruise's first roles. Okay. We also used to get The Neverending Story. I know that's one of your favorites. Absolutely. That is one of my favorite uh, childhood films. Even to this day, we still reference it. <laughs> when Coley and I are out and we need to find each other, you know how some people go Marco Polo, mm-hmm. we go Falcor, Atreyu. Yep, we've done it those, for a million years. That started before we had cell phones so we could find each other in the airport when yeah. we would go travel like, and we would be meeting in a city together, like, but each on different flights or whatever. We'd go to baggage claim and just... <laughs> We probably look stupid, but we'd go to baggage claim and just start yelling like Atreyu, <laughs> Falcor. <laughs> but we've always found each other, so yeah, it it's effective. And usually, no one else answers. This is true; they don't know what's going on. Right. So, if you shout out Marco, someone's going to say someone Polo. Will say Polo. But if you shout out Falcor or Atreyu, no one's going to answer but the other. Mm-mm. So. And if they did, honestly, they ought to be our friend. Yeah. Yeah. They can come with us. Come on. We got a cab waiting. Let's go. Oh, what else did we rent? What were some of your favorites? Oh, man. Um, I hesitate to ask because I know you have a lot of favorites. Yeah. When people ask me my favorite movie, I can't answer it. It depends on my mood and what's going on. But... I can't answer because I'm a Libra. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> However, if you were to say something. Something like, what are some of your favorite? I can start listing. Um, I would say, do you remember Labyrinth with yes. David Bowie? I've got that on DVD. Oh, such a good one. Um, a good one. We watched that a lot. Uh, Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. We also yeah. watched that a lot. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. I mm-hmm. love that one. What else? Uh, of course, the Ghostbusters stuff like that. Oh, Princess Bride. Yeah, good. I liked a lot of fantasy as a as a kid. Mm-hmm. The Sandlot, Back to the Future. I um, still remember going to each of the Back to the Futures in the theater. Yeah, yeah, those were those were good movies to see on the big screen. Yeah, you they know? were good. They were really good. What else? Um, I mean, the Karate Kids. Those were fun. Yeah, we watched all of those. Actually, no. was there more than one back then? No, I think, a, well, they, I think there was... I think there were two. T- yeah, there was two. I mean, before we got too old, there were two. Yeah. Um, 
Gremlins. That's a classic. Gremlins were was good. I'm gonna Google too while we're here. Yeah. Oh, what about Who Framed Roger Rabbit? With just that was good. Rabbit. I'm Dick Tracy. Bad. I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> oh, uh, we we all loved this one. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, what a great film. That one. What was the one? Still where... cracks me up. Oh yeah. What was the one where it was Kevin from the Wonder Years? Uh-huh. Oh, that oh, go on. Where the monster comes from under his bed? Monsters, little monsters. Little monsters. That's yeah. It. I really like that. I feel like I've seen that in the last, I don't know, year or two. Yeah. Um, I looked up 90s funny. movies, but honestly, I need to look up 80s movies. Yeah. Well, what about remember witches? Witches came out in the 90s. With, I like uh, witches. Was it Angelica Houston? It's in the soup. <laughs> We still quote Indeed. a lot of movies. Oh, so we do. If one of us just randomly says a line, just go with it. It's uh, it's fantastic. Right. Uh, okay. Oh so some of the ones I just looked up, we've already mentioned Clue, Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about The Last Unicorn? Do you remember the animated one? Oh, I, okay. This is a good segue into us talking about trauma from movies because... <laughs> I still remember the first time I saw that movie, I was like four or five. My parents had left me with a babysitter who I think was my pediatrician. It was some doctor. They left me with a doctor and I watched that movie at their house and I still, still am sad about it. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't the happiest of ending, but it was like, it was really good and it was emotional. I don't know. Really Again, I've always been really story-based. So like those ones that really did something to you emotionally, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's the best film ever. Goonies. We watched that. The classic. Oh my gosh. you guys. Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Like all of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. There were some good ones, man. Oh yeah. Weird Science. I still watch that anytime I find it on TV. Oh yeah. Big. I watch my kids or I made my kids watch Big. Not long oh, it's a ago. good one. I know. I thought it was really good. Yeah, what else? Um, you know, when I saw that, I mean, it wasn't a kid's movie, but remember Nine to Five with like Lily yes. Tomlin and like oh, Dolly yes. Parton? And um, <laughs> I liked that movie. That was so great. Uh, Jane Fonda. Oh, I think Mama gosh. liked that one too. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What just popped in my head? Beaches. Oh, beaches. And fried green tomatoes. And fried green tomatoes. But beaches. So I think I was probably like, maybe like 13. And beaches came on or we had beaches or something. And Uh you had left for spring break somewhere. And all my friends were out of town and I was all alone. And I decided (laughs) what better time to watch beaches. And I started missing everybody. And I cried even harder at that film because I was like, all my friends are gone. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember that. I was like, oh my God, people need to come back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This isn't a movie related, but I remember and this does not happen anymore anywhere, but I would be at my grandparents' house and like I would, my dad would let me use his calling card. He had like a, like back then you would get this credit card and mm-hmm. it was sort of the equivalent of like a prepay, except it wasn't really a prepay, but whatever. You would have these AT&T calling cards 
And he would let me, it was like, <laughs> it was like 2 million digits to dial anyone. And I was like nine, mm-hmm. but they would let me do it by myself. You dial all the, you put in this credit card number or whatever, and you call. And I remember sitting, you know, you only got a couple minutes because it was expensive. And I would sit and talk to like you on the phone. And I took that credit card and I wasn't paying any attention because I was nine. And I put it on top of a light bulb and I burned a hole through it. <laughs> Oh no. I know. And then I had to like melt it again and like try to squish the pieces together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's hilarious. I don't remember if anyone ever said anything to me, but yeah. Also one night you and I, um, your sister was there too. We can use her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Michelle was there too. And the three of us were going to do something that involved putting a pillowcase on my lamp. I had like a reading lamp by my bed. So I don't know if we were trying to tell ghost stories or I don't know, but we were trying to make it darker in there. And I took my 1980s, like probably polyester. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like Care Bears pillowcase. And I put it on top of my molten lava light and <laughs> we burned a hole in it and it smelled like cigarettes. It, it really did. It smelled just like cigarettes. And I remember going to tell my mom and being like, oh, we burned a hole in this. And it, so it looked like a cigarette burn because it was this uh-huh. little round burn and it smelled like a cigarette burn. And I'm pretty sure my mom like still believes we were smoking in my room <laughs> and we were not. We were trying to do something dumb. I, I don't even know what it was. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's too funny. I don't remember that. But I believe that would happen. Like, yeah. We don't think, you know. No, well, and I'm sure it didn't dawn on me that that would, that was probably a horrible fire hazard. Yeah. Well, a lot of things in the 80s and 90s were fire hazards that no one really paid <laughs> attention to until their house was on fire. Nope. So, nope. Oh, short circuit. Oh, yeah. Johnny Five. Johnny, Johnny Five is alive. And what was the other one with the little robots? Um, batteries not included. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Oh, here's Elvira. Oh, I love Elvira. Which I you and I have once. met. Yeah. Yeah, we met Elvira. Yeah. God, I don't know how many years ago, but that was fun. Yeah, that was like early 2000s. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of cool. Like, it was like, oh, my God, that's Elvira. Right. Oh, one of the movies that we have stories of. I don't know. What's your biggest trauma movie? That would have to be Never Ending Story, where a trader's horse sinks in the mud. Oh, that Artax. Oh, my heart. Oh, man. When he's like, Artax. And he's like trying to pull him out. And then, you know, it's just, I mean, now it's, you can see that it's just a representation of despair <laughs> and, and you know yeah. depression but like that just got to me man i i think of that and i get so sad <laughs> right <laughs> um that and like when uh mufasa dies in the lion king i'm like Ugh. oh yeah no i have one that's probably better in this one we might share what land before time oh yeah when his mom dies i yeah. oh like land before time oh my gosh so how about you what was your number one like traumatic film man i don't know et got me yeah 
Um, that one was, was hard. Oh, you know who I, this isn't necessarily, I guess it's trauma, but I was terrified of was large Marge. <gasps> oh my God. The peewee, peewee's big adventure. Yes. I was so scared of large Marge. Oh, I'm so scared of her. It was creepy. Man. Oh yeah. Large Marge sent ya. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. In like a not scary movie. <laughs> yeah. It was like peewee, you know? Right. But. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What else was there? I'm sure there was a ton. Hopefully people will write in and tell us um, about their traumatic movies and their favorite video stores. Like, I want to hear about that. Yeah. But I feel like people have like a trauma movie. Oh yeah. One that just stayed with them and they're like, I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. But how about later in life? What kind of movies did you get into? I mean, you you said that you transitioned from horror, but what's your favorite genre now? Um, now I really like uh, like quirky comedies. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to think of a few things. I'll look them up here in a minute that I've been watching. I don't have a ton of time for TV uh, just because kids and working and whatever I seem to make time for my phone but less time for tv um but I really you know I I'm a social worker and I've had a number of pretty stressful jobs and sometimes I just cannot watch anything that causes me any sort of stress I want to relax I want to be entertained I don't want to be you know have my cortisol up like it was all day at work Oh yeah, I agree. I think movies should be something that you escape in and kind of lose yourself for Mm -hmm. an hour and a half. Um, When I started getting into horror, I did research on horror and Stephen King wrote a book called like the dense macabre. He talks about why we like horror and the Mm -hmm. reasons um, why we get that thrill is because we're seeing like these horrific things, people getting slashed up and blood and guts and, you know, we're all like right in the eye, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) but it it gives us a sense of like security and safety, basically when we see horrific things, but they're not really happening. Um, It still gives us that rush, but then we're in a safe environment. It's, it's similar to like why people like roller coasters, they're strapped in, but it's a, you know, death defying scenario. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, so I think that's kind of why I started getting into horror is doing the research and then watching movies. And, you know, I realized that, yeah, I am thoroughly a horror fanatic now. Like, you know, so if y'all have any horror movies (laughs) that y'all can recommend, friends, please send them my way. I love them. So and recently we saw the new Scream. So back in in the 90s. Uh, you know, Scream came out and that was fantastic. And then every Scream since was not so fantastic, but <laughs> I enjoyed this one. I'm not going to give anything away, but this one paid homage to the original. And if I can give a, you know, movie recommendation today, I'd say, yeah, go see it. It's a, it's a good time. Huh. Nice. I'll have to go see it or at least I'll have to watch it in six months when it's out on Netflix. <laughs> Well, okay, so Netflix, that's a good reminder. We can circle back around to where we went to Video Central when we were kids up until maybe early teens. 
Mm-hmm. And then I moved away. Eventually you moved away. And of course now things are streaming. Like we've completely gone away from video stores entirely, but, but back then say like mid nineties, when we both had kind of moved off and like we were doing things early two thousands ish. Did you have a video place you went? Yeah. I remember when I went out to college, we'd still go and, and rent movies. Uh, we'd go to like a local movie theater. I mean, that's kind of how we used to consume. I think there was a place in when I first moved up to Tulsa that I went, but then I got cable and oh, yeah. you just kind of use the HBO and Showtime mm-hmm. and whatever. And that, that's how you got your movies. You just would be like, oh, it's going to be on at this time. I'll watch right. this or what's on right now. And you'd catch yeah, the, you had the TV movie. guide, like yeah. the actual paper TV guide. Yeah. When we moved, we... Uh, my family had another video place we went to in like the town where I went to high school and we hung out there all the time. There was a little like town square sort of where the same parking lot had the movie theater, the movie rental place and like a pool hall. And so kids would just kind of hang out there all the time. You could like play pool, walk over to the video place, walk over, see a movie. Um, and we did that for a long time eventually those must have disappeared because you used to be able like after video stores kind of disappeared, there were video rentals in the grocery store. So there'd be like a section of the grocery store you could go to and rent a movie. And then at some point Redbox appeared. Yeah. Redbox is still around. Yeah. We used them a lot for, um, I don't know, a number of years. It was like a buck. It was like a dollar to rent a movie. You only got it one night. Yeah, and then you had to go back the way they started to charge you for additional nights or something. Right. I don't I don't know if I've ever personally used a red box. Yeah, I don't know. I got into Netflix pretty early before they started doing streaming and it was just the they mail you the DVDs right. and then you could keep them as long as you want. Because when I found that out, like I jumped on that because I was notorious about forgetting to go back and return the DVD. Uh, so if you yeah. were at the video stores I went to and could not find the DVD, then that's me. I forgot to return it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember that getting like DVDs getting mailed to your house and yeah, you could just keep them as long as you wanted and mail them back and they'd send you the next thing on your list. Yeah. Um, Somewhere I still have Netflix DVDs that I need to like send back and get off that. (laughs) That's a good reminder. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, they went to streaming, what do you think, mid-2000s, maybe? Yeah, somewhere around in there. I can't, I mean, we can look it up, but it's, uh, yeah, as soon as they started streaming, mm-hmm. and they had a Not lot changed of the game. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone else has a streaming service, and we have so many subscriptions, that it's, it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, now, but yeah, that's definitely how I consume most of... my films um well you mentioned a minute ago right you you mentioned a minute ago how you switched to like having cable and that's kind of Mm -hmm. when you stopped renting things and I think like I know I have at least now cycled around to where I don't have cable at all anymore well what about you guys do you have cable yeah we we have cable it's bundled with our internet I think that's the only reason we have it 
Sakina gets a, you know, discount with her job. So yeah, occasionally we watch, you know, football and things on live TV. Sometimes I'll turn on CNN, things like that, but it's not the primary. We're usually on Netflix, Amazon prime, HBO max, mm-hmm. Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. do the same. I don't think I've had cable in, I don't know, five or eight years, probably. And yeah, I mean, we still have cable internet, so I'm still paying them a bill every month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all for streaming. And we use about the same ones. We use a lot of Disney+, Plus, a lot of Netflix, some HBO. I never really think to watch Amazon Prime. We have it, but... I forget. Yeah, I downloaded Stars. I have that subscription for one show. Just the one. What's what's the show? Outlander. Oh, I love Outlander. So I good. love Outlander. And I got it just for that one season. Like at some point you couldn't get the most recent season unless you got Stars. So I got it. But yeah, they're coming back on soon. I think next week there's a new season of Outlander. Oh man, I got to catch up on last season and this current season coming out. It's so good. Yeah. And also because you know me and you know, I can never remember names of like anything ever. It's either Outlander that comes on March 3rd or 5th, or it's the other show I like whose name I can't remember. Why can't I remember anything ever? What's the, describe it. Bridgerton. That's what it is. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. What's, What's Bridgerton again? Oh, it's like a, not really Victorian era. It's like a older drama. One of them's coming out. I don't know. I like them both. Either Bridgerton or Outlander is going to have a new season soon. Either way, I'm going to be excited and I'm going to watch it. Excellent. I downloaded A&E one time. I think it was a and I'm pretty sure it was A&E one time because I love the show. Was it Psycho? No, Bates Motel. It was the updated show to the movie Psycho. Oh, yeah, yeah. I loved that. So I don't know. I guess I can still watch some like suspenseful horror things because I really liked that show. Have you seen Working Moms no. on Netflix? No, you and I talked about that the other day. I need to see it. You absolutely need to see it. It's hilarious. It's been on my list a while. And I started noticing a lot of the actors were in another show I really liked, Winona Earp. And it's a Canadian show, but it is hilarious. And they're short episodes. They're like 22 minutes. And man, I'm I'm not a mom, but I have friends who are mothers. I have my sister who's a mother. And just seeing it from the outside, it's still the funniest thing. So I, I highly recommend it for all the moms out there to uh, check out Working Moms. Uh, I'm in the middle of it right now. So it's great. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. You had me watch, was it Derby Girls? Yes. Uh, I really liked that. <laughs> yes, uh, the Irish show. Dairy Gr- yeah. Derby Girls? Hold on one second. Dairy Girls, that was it, not Derby, Dairy. Dairy Girls is is hilarious as well. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's a set in the 90s, kind of like when we were growing up, so we're getting uh-huh. a lot of the references, but it's from a different perspective of like, you know, a bunch of Irish girls. Right. Up. But how and that one guy. <laughs> oh yeah, and the one guy. <laughs> how similar it was in yeah. that time period, you know? Yeah, it was really fun to watch. Yeah. Are they gonna come out with another season? No idea. Now after this conversation, we're gonna have to look a bunch of things up. Oh yeah. So now 
you know, we've been talking about like all this Netflix that we um, have been watching and various other streaming platforms. Is that how your kids are consuming it? Like, is that their mm-hmm. movie night where they're just picking a movie and streaming it? And yeah. Do you even yeah. have a movie night anymore? Or is it just kind of like any night of the week? It's it can be any night of the week, which is really nice. Cause like right now we have a snowstorm last night. We had movie night just because, but yeah, they get on. I mean, even my four-year-old, he can't use the remote entirely. Like he can pause and play and, easy stuff but he will point at my tv screen like it's an ipad and he'll like swipe up and then i know i have to like swipe the movies up with the remote because that's how he looks through them and he'll pick you know what he wants to watch my 10 year old could do that at you know four or five also what i really think is funny is that they have never had to deal with live tv so my kids, like, it just blows their mind when we're watching real TV and I'm like, I can't pause this. Like, or they'll be like, hey, rewind that. Like, I didn't see it. Or I want to go get a snack or I need to go to the bathroom, like pause it. And I'll be like, oh, I, this is real TV. Like, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think kids today understand like how, how crucial like commercial breaks were. Yeah. Like you got up, you peed, you got your snack, you got your drink and you were back within two minutes. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or someone was yelling at you like it's coming on. Yeah. And you were yeah. like diving over the couch to, to oh, see yeah. it and you know, yeah, like, hold they, on or what did I miss? <laughs> they've never had that. And same thing with radio. If we're in the car and have like just the radio playing, they will sometimes be like, well, what's the name of that song? Or play that one again or whatever. And I have to tell them like, no, I'm not controlling that music. Like it's like the DJ somewhere, some computer is controlling that. I don't have any access to it. Yeah, I think it just blows their mind that something would come on that's like not within our ability to control. That blows my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and fast forward through commercials and- And explaining that to a kid, I mean, how am I going to tell them like, well, no, everything we consume at home is off of Wi-Fi. This is like a radio signal or a TV signal. It just, it doesn't make any sense to them. Um, You know, my 10 year old gets it now, or at least gets it enough to know that I can't pause everything. But yeah, every now and then we'll be watching something and they'll be like, okay, well, hold on. I'm going to go do something else. I need to come back. I'm like, you either watch it now or it's gone forever. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. We're not finding it again. <laughs> yeah. And what hotels, you and I have stayed with the boys in hotels and yeah. in hotels, you usually just have, you know, whatever number of channels you have to pick from and they just need to watch whatever show is on. And they like, I mean, they're fine with that, but it's very confusing to them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you start a movie in the middle and you can't even like rewind or like oh, yeah. find it on demand or. no. Nope. Yeah. I remember, you know, staying in a couple of hotels on our road trip and then being like, what do you mean? I, I can't just pick what I want to watch. Right. You know, my iPad's dead. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause they turn the TV on and think like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch Iron Man. Yeah. If we don't have Disney where we are or we need to watch regular TV. I mean, they just don't get it, yeah. which I think is so bizarre because so much of our life was repeating commercials and singing the jing like the jingles and being good capitalist consumers i guess yeah and they don't do that nearly as much yeah without commercials 
yeah. without commercials. How will we know what to buy? Right. Just skip the ads nowadays. Don't yeah, skip. Do. Don't skip any ads that you ever hear from us, though. Don't. No, our ads are don't. great. Our ads are going to be fantastic. They will be. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the boys consume all their social media. I mean, they each have either a tablet or a phone. And then, you know, we do watch TV like in the living room as a family. But yeah, it's never live, which also means this is kind of a downside. But it also means you never get stuck watching something you really didn't want to watch, which I think is a good skill. Yeah. Uh, like a negotiation, like, okay, we're going to watch the thing you wanted to watch. Because when we were kids, if your family was watching TV, like they had the news on or they were watching a movie, you either watched that or, you know, you went and played and did something else. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I can do that. Like, obviously, I'm in control of our TV. And if I tell the kids, like, no, I'm watching a show you're not going to like or it's scary or whatever, y'all need to go play. They do. But I don't know. It's just not quite the same. Yeah. Because it's like, if you know they're going to go to bed soon and they just want to watch a 30 minute show, then right. you can be like, okay, I'm going to watch this later. But like back right. in the day, if it was their shows, like my grandparents had their shows, you right. either watch the shows with them uh-huh. on prime time or you in your room, you know, that was right. the only time that they could enjoy their um, entertainment. Yeah, you're right. It's absolutely easy for me to be like, okay, this show is going to have super creepy things in it or like, adult stuff that I don't necessarily want to be explaining right now. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just turn it off and be like, fine, you guys watch your show. I enjoy a lot of their shows too. They watch pretty good stuff most of the time. Um, so yeah, we'll watch a kid movie for a little while and yeah, I'll watch it after bedtime when I could actually enjoy it without having to pause it. Oh, that reminds me, this is a hundred percent off topic, um, except that it does relate to parenting. I heard a statistic this week, which, you know, I'm only going to remember half of, but the part I remember is that (laughs) kids, the the part I will twist into my own narrative is that kids, little kids, so like toddler preschool age kids, which I have one of those, either need something or require a response from you or have a question, like something that distracts you and you need to interact with them between one and three times per minute. And that made me feel so much better about the fact that I get frustrated sometimes when I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, just it's please frequent. like, yeah, like give me a minute. Like, let me finish answering the first thing before I move on to the second thing. And there's two of them doing it. And I get frustrated sometimes and I'm like, I need quiet. Like I can't like, oh, um, yeah, that made me feel so much better. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, one to three times a minute. That's overwhelming. Like it's oh, not yeah. me. Yeah, it's not just me. It's that that is an overwhelming amount of like interaction and right. My kids deserve it. I will give them all of my attention, but there are times where I'm like, okay, I need you to slow down. Yeah, it's, that is a lot. And as a parent, I could see where, yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) I think it would overwhelm anybody and just being around kids they'll do the same thing to to any adult they're curious and it's it's rapid fire like questions it's like you know the old game 21 questions where Mm -hmm. you're just firing off questions trying to find the answer but they don't know anything and like it's they're asking you some stuff that you're like why do you want to know this but okay here right you know or go ask your mother on that one like (laughs) (laughs) i i don't i don't know Coley, it's time to have the conversation. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, hearing but that statistic re- made me feel better. So, if sharing it makes anyone else feel better, 
that, <laughs> like it's not just that you can't keep up it's that they just are very well, demanding but we asked the same questions and i remember because we watched a lot of pbs and the documentary shows and mm-hmm. there there was a time i remember i asked we were watching pbs and two deers were mating and i asked what they were doing mm. and I believe my aunt had a panicked look on her face and my sister's like, I know what they're doing. And she's like, what are they doing? And she's like, they're dancing. And I was like, oh, okay. Like (laughs) dancing sounds great. Yep. Sharon's like, that's exactly what they're doing. But kids are going to ask, you're going to see something, you know? Right. But yeah. So, and they should, I mean, you got to encourage it, but there are times where I'm like, okay, encouragement time is over. Yep. And now mom's (laughs) brain is on fire. (laughs) I need things to settle down for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Thank you for letting me go off on that. We'll circle back around to our actual topic. What were we talking about? (laughs) I don't have any idea. I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess since we're slowing down on topics and we can't remember what we were even talking about, because who knows at this point, Yeah. um, we will just switch to our wrap up. And absolutely. So our social medias are all live now. Like there's a Facebook group. That's where we've gotten the most traction, but there's also like an Instagram and a Twitter and a TikTok and all the things. Yeah. Um, And I've really enjoyed all of your comments. Keep them coming. Send us questions, show topics. Tell us what your favorite scary movie is. Tell us what your favorite Uh movies are Mm -hmm. when you were growing up. Yeah. What else? Tell us where you rented movies from. Absolutely. Yeah. And send us any questions you can think of. I mean, regardless of the topic, um, for the most part, we'll answer anything. Um, (laughs) As long as it seems, you know, PG enough to have on a podcast. But yeah, yeah. Ask us anything. Like we're excited to just engage and interact. If you have a nickname you want to be called, like if you want us to talk about you on the podcast, because I can tell you for everyone, you've got a story. Yes. Um, (laughs) And you would have a preference of your nickname. Go for it. I already have several people who have given me their, their nickname preferences. So as soon as they come up, I'll remember, you know, what I can call them. Um, Yeah. Um, we did come up with uh, a nickname for our blonde headed uh, friend, because I feel more of them like more than one person was blonde. Um, right. So because he used to smoke uh, Marlboro Reds, I think we should call him Reds, like red. red. Yeah, Just I like red. it. Red would work. So, yeah. Did smoke. We were all very too young for that. Yes, <laughs> we very too young. We have been smoking. Um, horrible, horrible people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely horrible. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of friends here who've like just given me their nicknames what they want to be called so i know at some point they'll come up uh i have plenty of stories to tell about everyone yeah i've already talked to people about uh coming on um so we got some guests lined up for some future episodes we do Uh, yeah and yet but we've got a couple people so yeah if you're dying to come on and tell us embarrassing you know some embarrassing stories about us please first tell us what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a screening process. Um, a screening process. <laughs> also, if you want to start with an embarrassing story about you, that's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we love tell that. your own yeah. embarrassing story um, or just fun thing or whatever you want to talk about. Like, obviously we intentionally didn't have a theme to this podcast. Like we want to be able to talk about anything. So yeah, come on and talk about whatever it is. 
So I think now the streetlights have been on and the credits are rolling. And hopefully you enjoy so. you enjoyed the episode. And next week you'll meet us at the park. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.